brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. It is definitely time for more suds here on Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. This Welcome. is where good beat, good beat. Good Got it. <laughs> yeah. It's the third episode of a long day. It's where good beer meets bad radio. It's where we talk about beets and beets. how much we love the taste and flavor of beets. We also discover uh, everything good in life that is worth discussing. I am one of your co-hosts here at the table, good old boy Mike, and joining me is good old boy Dave. Hello. 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 <laughs> and good old boy Kendall. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm going to love talking about these beers. Ooh, there you go. Uh, good old boy Caperton. I'm just going to do this for a couple of seconds. <laughs> Yep. Yes. Got Howdy. It. Howdy. He is our master abater here at yes. the table. Yes. Oh my. <laughs> it was my beats. Those were my beats. And Reverend Mark is here. It is so good to be here. All righty. Oh, he's getting all Virginian on us. Yeah, he's <laughs> working. On he's it. getting it. Up. I'm he's working on his, it. He's getting his Virginia on. <laughs> Well, uh, recently, good old gal Juliana and good old boy Dave visited Virginia, and their last stop was actually in Richmond, Virginia. Woo woo! They yep. did a whirlwind tour of about four breweries in a torrential downpour. Yes, and brought back some beer for us to try. Uh, before we get started, this Suds episode is brought to you by Stuff and Things. Do you like stuff? Do you need things? Well, come on down to Stuff and Things. We have more stuff than anyone, and our things are so well-priced. Stuff and Things, Things and Stuff, Stuff and Things and Stuff and Things. Now with more stuff. All righty. Uh, so, Kendall, we have a lot of beer here. We what, do. Is it 10 or 11? I, I didn't actually... 11 beers from RVA. All right. Um, why don't you give us a rundown on the beers that we're going to discuss today? And we'll talk about these as we go around uh, discussing these as well. Okay, these 11 beers, all from Richmond, Virginia, are from Vossen Brewing Company, the Cranbiscus Otter, a nice goza. Everything floats on passion fruit, a triple dry hop sour. From Ardent Craft Ales, a double dry hop New England IPA with Citra and Mosaic hops, the IPA X, their barrel-aged sour, just the Blackberry Sour Ale, and the Ardent Pilsner, a German style at 5%. The Vale Brewing Company has four beers today. The Mai Tai Tasty, a smoothie-style beer at 5.5%. The Horn Swaggler, a robust chocolate milk stout at 7 The Big 11% Double, I dare say, Triple IPA Yellow Bugatti. And the Never Never Aloha Aloha Hawaiian Fruit Punch-inspired Goza at 5.1%. And finally, from the wonderful Answer Brew Pub, which is also tied to the even better Mekong restaurant, the Tyrion Lannister Popsicle 3.5% Popsicle Gosa, and the Blueberry Imperial Popsicle, also a 3.5% a Popsicle Gosa with blueberry and vanilla. 
Not your Kong, me Kong. <laughs> so uh, we've had uh, a lot of beers that we've covered from the state of Virginia. If you want to go back and check out any of the other episodes we've had, we are now covering beers all the way from the Maryland border all the way south to the Virginia Beach area. So there are a lot of breweries that we have covered in between all those. I love uh, that uh, Asian restaurant, the uh, Ming Kong. Uh, Isn't that great? That is a really great... Uh, Bacon fried. Yeah. So and good. The pork dumplings. Mm. Yeah. And the most too. amazing beer list that you will ever see. Uh, Guys are making me hungry. Really amazing. Yeah. I think one of the few places you can actually get Cantillon uh, is, is on that menu. There. It's it's one of the top beer bars in the country. Oh, yeah. forget, uh, forget mm. Cantillon. They've got beer slushies too. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. Same yeah. difference. Call really juice. Uh, great place. Um, the last time I was there, I hung out with the guys from Adroit Theory. Um, it was a uh, the last day one of their guys was actually there, and it was a goodbye party. We actually went around the back to, forgot the name of that The place. Answer. Answer Pub, mm, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, so we'll get a chance to talk about all these things. Well, along the way, as we discuss these beers, we're going to have some ratings. Reverend Mark oh, is going to yeah. tell us what we're going to do with these beers along the way. In your favorite Virginia accent, can you tell us the such ratings? Well, now, today? I don't know that I've got a favorite, and you can tell me if this is your favorite or not, but uh, as my Uncle Beauregard used to say to me, you need to, you need to be very circumspect in how you rate your beer. That's, yeah. But nonetheless, uh, here's how those ratings will go for us today. Number one. <laughs> oh, my. That sucks. Give me anything but a butt. Number two. Was that a belge? Number three. Ah. Uh, oh, what a relief. Number four rating. You know, a, 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 a body should really not make that sound. Uh, uh, You're half right. <laughs> <laughs> and number five, mm, listen to that hang time and give me another. Feel the Virginia. That was, uh, you can feel the Virginia coming up. You know what? You know what Virginia says? I am just once again. dying laughing here because between the two of us sitting here next to each other and the number of useless pieces of paper we have stamped to the wall with so much intellectual knowledge between the two of us. That is the worst Virginia accent we could possibly pull off for oh, this episode. Oh, Mike, so. no. I think uh, the one you did was Oh, worse. you're thinking. All right. Well, I'll see if I can uh, top that. I, it's just so funny. I, all right. Uh, so listen, I had a story to uh, tell here. Uh, you know, so recently I was uh, uh, I was uh, about to go on a trip, and um, uh, I was somebody sent me an ad, and uh, it was it was an ad that was part of a email, and it said, "Look, if you're looking for a housekeeper, this is an ex Amish housekeeper." Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so I just stood at this thing forever. I was actually I was driving uh, in the car for probably a good five hours, and I just got to thinking about the whole thing. I'm like. So, where is it that you would think that being ex Amish would be like a good marketing right, tool? You know, right. it would be like their cleanliness, right? It would be yeah, like, but they don't know how to use a vacuum cleaner. They don't, but they're tidy or a dishwasher. That's the point is they can get it done without all that stuff. 
and, and I don't feel bad having this conversation. I'd hire me. I'd hire an ex Amish. My 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 dad is from an Amish community. We grew up with a lot of Mennonites. The you know, we have friends that you know are within you know yeah, yeah. those communities, and I just don't see any of them coming up and saying, "Mike, you should hire me because I'm ex Mennonite." I'd want to know. Though, I'd want to know why are they ex Amish? Was it by choice? Yeah, or did they get booted out? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, you do have a choice when you're in your late right. teens. You, do. you have one year to choose. But what yeah. if they were asked they to go leave? buck wild? They're like, look, <laughs> you ain't gonna make it. Okay, you can't grow a beard. You never raised a barn. All right, you ain't gonna, you ain't getting it done. All right, so go be English because you ain't gonna be honest. All right, so is that somebody you want? Because you might as well go down to the Seven Eleven and hire somebody from the. Well, if they put I was ex Amish on the on the application, I'm sure that they would be in like Flynn then, right? Because apparently that's yeah. a thing. I yeah. don't want to speak from ignorance here, but I bet it's pretty hard to go off the rails as an Amish. <laughs> I bet know? it's not because the rails are so narrow. See, I'm I'm thinking Dave knows a lot about this. Did you grow up Amish? I did not. But <laughs> oh, we grew up in the same redneck town together. I, it was. It would, could have been Amish. There are no Amish in that town, buddy. but you, you could go Amish right up the road to, to the Mennonites. I mean, you get That's a little true. taste of it. Yeah. yeah, the Mennonites though, they're a little bit more. Mo- I mean, they're modern. like they're like modern. Amish modern. light. You yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. They're I'm just. Like, I'm wondering if if this is a marketing tactic that we've just missed out. I mean, maybe we should describe Sips and Smokes as being staffed with all ex Amish. I mean, really, maybe that would help <laughs> yeah. us be more yeah. successful. Yeah. Maybe blame the Amish, Cam- yeah. Caperton. I think you could pass as ex Amish. You, you look like it, I, <laughs> or non Amish. I feel Amish sometimes. Would that be Namish? We're Namish. Yeah, we're Namish. You look like you have an intense <laughs> hatred for anything put together with a peg in a. Uh, you know, yeah, but he would look great in one of those hats, though. Yeah, I agree. I'm all about the uh, you could accessories. definitely pull off the hat. From I'm the, all about the accessories and the suspenders. And do the they do the good. buggies? And do they yes. do the buggies and bicycles? They'll ride a bike because here's the oh good yeah as long as it's like, here's the deal. Man. As I've gotten Look, older, I've discovered I'm just not in a hurry anymore. Right. Amish, right. so won't I might take a horse to town. Are you saying Amish won't ride a bike? Oh yeah, they will. Well, they do in Ohio. Oh no, yeah, they will. No, 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 no. Mennonites ride bikes. Amish mm-hmm. will only only uh, ride horses. So Mennonites what? or, or mules. No, and, and Amish actually have um, solar night lights on their farms. Yeah, see, they do. Yeah, so they're not anti-technology entirely. I think, I think they're all kind of loosey goosey these days. But I think the Amish are on a slower Would you trust slide a brewer if they were ex-Amish a lot better? Yes, I, I would love whoever, an ex-Amish brewery. I yes. think whoever made the... Uh, I would love to go to an Amish brewery. tyrannical uh, popsicle here, the Tyrion Lannister popsicle, is definitely not ex-Amish. That's all mm. I got to say. Oh, well, I can no. say that I'm... Most people don't know this, but I'm ex-Shaker. Yeah. <laughs> You're trembling as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> so is a Mennonite to an Amish like... Like a Baptist who will dance? Correct. I mean, is that kind of the... No, it's actually though? Church of Christ who would dance. Oh, yeah, my, parents, right. my parents grew up with the Mennonites. They they didn't... They said they were... I shouldn't say this. Baptists have a They good, said they were mean. Baptists have a common greeting every time they see each other in the liquor store. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 <laughs> but so I was talking with Reverend Mark about this a little bit on the phone, and I was like, so yeah, you got to think about this. I mean, you know, if you're like ex-Methodist, you have like a... Your affliction, you don't like 
potluck dinners anymore. I mean, what's it yeah, green <laughs> green jello. Because I mean, ordinarily you would see something like I'm ex military, and then you would think, okay, that's a person I would hire. Mm. But ex Amish, I'd like, hire him. If you got kicked out of the Amish, dude, <laughs> what do what do I want? With I'll you? let you think about this uh, as we go to break. Here, we'll be right back in just a minute. Hey, welcome back to Sip, Suds, and Smokes. On today's Suds episode, we're going through a flight of beers from Richmond, Virginia. Uh, we have about 11 beers we're going to go through. Um, we're going to talk about our favorite here shortly. We're going to dedicate this episode to all the ex-Amish. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you They're know, listening on their radios. That's just it. You know, it's like, where would you put that on your resume to go, I'm ex-Amish? Would you lead that at the top? And that was what was so funny about this. It's like somebody was using it as a marketing tactic. Like, I have a birthmark on my left arm. Hire me. You know, it's like, why would you do well, that? Well, maybe it's like they're saying, hey, I'm hardworking, but I'm not uptight. I kind of envision the, the, it as, you know, if you, if you happen to check with the Amish about my character, I those mean, people are liars. Where would, you call, where would you call for a reference? Were you Amish? Are you no longer Amish? Thank you for calling for your reference. I mean, seriously, I mean, where would you call? To well, you ain't going to call yeah. them because they ain't yeah. going to answer. They ain't gotta yeah. We are a she long was, way from Richmond here. She, yeah. she was with us. Back to, let's, circle it, let's circle this wagon back. Right. Yeah. Let's talk about some beer from Richmond. There we go. We definitely yeah. have uh, some great things to uh, chat about here. We want to lead with talking about a beer that we all agreed was our favorite out of this flight today yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and that beer is from Vossen Brewing Company it is called everything floats on passion fruit this is a triple dry hop sour it is 7.4 percent ABV what do you guys think about this beer Mm. I love this beer yeah, it's it's bright it's got a great fruit what did everybody except Caperton think Mm. (laughs) I thought it was a perfect sour by my standards, which are not everyone's, but I thought it had a great acidity, and yet yeah. it it did not. Uh, it was not entirely, uh, you know, um, overcome uh, or didn't entirely overcome the malt. There's still a, a little of that sweetness there as well. Uh, the passion fruit was not quite there. Hello, you got to make it follow him. <laughs> Uh, but I think you guys no, drank it up. I was, nonetheless, I thought for me it was the best sour on the table. Hmm. And pure grapefruit was the first thing I wrote. Grapefruit, yeah, about this. There's a lot of tartness in it too. A lot of citrus. I, a lot of acidity as well. Yeah. But I got the the aroma of the passion fruit, and that's I really like that a lot. I thought, and I think it's it's like passion fruit and guava. Is what I smell. Yep, and it's yeah, and I, I love that aroma. Yeah. It just it makes me want to drink more of it. They got to talk to the brewer there. They're doing some really cool stuff. They've got a couple brand new fooders in from Fooder Crafters, and um, they've got a really unique take on on a beer with kind of a Scandinavian uh, twist to it. And the whole thing, you know, hmm. what the Scandinavian deal is? The whole brewery hmm. furnished by IKEA. Day one hundred percent. Oh wow, that yeah. is true. True news. Would you like put them on the outside of the brewery? This place is outfitted for IKEA. That, you know for, what? They could get a good deal for I those mean, of not us, the Amish. For yeah. those of us who don't know, for those there's who, no Amish furniture in here. Please drink beer from Norwegian here. wood, dude. What is what is Scandinavian? Is that what we said? <laughs> yeah, 
What is Scandinavian brewing for those of us who don't know? Uh, did did you try the uh, Nordic IPA? So yeah, so mm. like, uh, what is that? Han? What? Uh, what's that other brewery from Norway? Like Han Hager. It's on the sh- from Sheldon <laughs> Brothers, you know. Humbrugget. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like Viking stuff. It's all got juniper berries. Okay, and, Viking uh, stuff. Viking. Uh, yeast. There's that new Viking Scandinavian yeast, yeast okay. that yeah. ferments really Viking. warm and throws Viking. out a lot of great flavors. Yeah. See, yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of like uh, you would like it. Because okay, it's similar okay. to saison, kind of farmhouse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm you got to wear like a helmet with horns on it and stuff when you're brewing. I'm with you. I like that. It probably tastes better if you're ex Amish. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you get some uh, beard scrapings into the yeah. into the fermenter. Yeah. yeah, it's good okay. stuff. Mm. Okay, sorry. I just mm-hmm. yeah. So uh uh what did we think about this beer in terms of our rating? Caperton? Yeah, I, I gave it we'll it, talk about this. Uh, I gave not, it all don't look, don't look at Caperton. No, nah, look at uh well, yeah, we're, we're, how we're how do we average this? I gave it a four. Four. Uh yeah, it's it's four. All right, our rating for the Vossen Brewing Company, Everything Floats on Passion Fruit, is a Sudge rating of four. I really, uh, I did, under protest from one person. Uh, I did think, right. I thought the Passion Fruit really came through. There was just something about that one. That it, uh, in the aroma, though, the I didn't get it much in the like, taste, but I got in the aroma. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with that. We're going to go around and talk about our top three uh, picks out of this flight, and first up is good old boy, Kendall. Okay, so one of my first uh, beers, well, we already talked about the Everything Floats. The other one is the Cranbiscus Otter, also from Vossen. Just a beautiful floral gosa with little notes of cranberry in it. Let me sip on it. Mm. That's a really delicious beer. I would give this one a four. And like I said, I'm a big Vossen uh, fan. The color on it is mm. amazing. Yeah, mm. beautiful, beautiful, uh, like purplish red color on, going on there my mm. favorite color of beer yeah purple shred <laughs> but yeah i just had a great time um that day in richmond it was raining like crazy so we were able to sneak into there uh and just hang out for a little bit while the rains passed and just got to try a lot of things talk to the brewers look around the brew house really enjoyed what they're doing the second uh beer on my list is the yellow bugatti from the veil which is a they call it a double IPA, but 11%, that's a really big beer. Triple IPA. It has a lot of flavors that are common these days, and, and I would say the uh, New England IPAs. It's it's a little hazy, but I, I don't know if I'd call it a pure New England. What do you mm. think? You, you tried it too, Dave. Yeah, I, I, uh, it's got a little more of a bite to it than it a true New England It does have a bite, IPA. and it, it definitely has a good, solid bitterness to it that you don't get from a lot of I don't get a lot of booziness, though. No, you you do not Which is crazy. Like, how do you not get a booziness? Mm. But the Vale's doing some really cool stuff. A lot of of fruited sours, a lot of New England IPAs, um, but also a great place. This is also a center of the, you know, haze craze right now um, with uh, at uh, Vale. And I thought it was interesting you guys did not bring back any of those style beers uh, from Vale. Um, I got what I could get, man. And it may be, and seriously, I mean, I remember I 
best. I, I, I drank several. <laughs> Dang on, it! On oh, what they would sell me. Yeah, there were we. Uh, yeah, thanks to the folks. Uh, I'll give another shout out to the Visit Richmond team who treated us there. They hooked uh, these guys up. Yeah, we we drank and uh, at the Vale, and they took care of us. And I got to try a lot of things. Their New England IPAs were very good, top notch, yeah. uh, right up there with some uh, of the best. The Yellow Bugatti. That it's part of a series, right? Because I think there's Yellow Ferrari and there was a, a Ferrari beer and something else. Yellow, I can't remember uh, all of those. Yellow Station Wagon, I think. Ooh, yeah. yeah, that uh, was pretty good. Chrysler had a lot of fun. Reliant Station, station yeah. Wagon. Yeah, yeah, yep. yellow crown. Vic. But the veil was the veil was great. I loved what they're doing. Really cool. You know, little hipster, but very cool. Very and, uh, hipster. Yeah, yeah just very hipster, just yeah. popular. There were right. uh, there was I mean, a lot of taxidermy yeah. around the room. But you know what? There that part of the that part of town was that, was that kind of neighborhood mm-hmm. though. Yeah. Like it's a, it, it was the East Nashville. It used to be an industrial park. Yeah. Uh, it has slowly come back around the combination a, of uh, industrial use or light industrial yep. and yep. residential. The, no, uh, no Ikea furniture. There. None. Mm, no. But the, uh, but it taxidermy was, nonetheless, the taxidermy was cool, but yes, the yeah. Scots edition neighborhood of Richmond, uh, was industrial. Now it's turning in. There's like five breweries within a few minutes yeah, walk true. of each other. So it's a great place to hang out. Seville is one of those places where it has that same release day, you know, uh, melee that goes on. And yeah, pardon me. Um, you know, as uh, some other places like Treehouse and Trillium, uh, Bearded Iris, um, all have you know a tremendous amount of people that show up on release days and it's hipster magnets. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, at Treehouse they actually have markers uh, that they call out where the line is and according to where you are in the parking lot. Like you're wow. at the first light, second light, you know, um, mile and a half, three miles. You're at the first corner. I mean, they have all these, you know, landmarks and Vale is the same way. Um they're literally I think their can release days, I want to say, is on Thursdays. Um, it used to be anyway. If I got that wrong, I'm sorry, everybody. But uh, it was not unusual. Check before you go. Yeah. Um, for you to show up at 2 o'clock, and there's a line of a couple hundred people um, already in the parking lot. I can believe that. And people with, uh, you know, hand truck dollies That's that nuts. would, you know, That's be nuts. there. That's crazy. <clears throat> and they would literally, you know, they'd buy like six cases. Well, because wow. people, people go from like, they'll they'll come in from town. like way outside sure. of town. Yeah, sure. And they'll, they'll buy for a group. From Tennessee. Yep. You know, and, and stuff. It's about uh, a six-hour drive if you want to go to uh, Richmond from Nashville. <laughs> Traders, too. So, uh, my, yeah, my third beer is from the same neighborhood. So I already talked about, uh, uh, started with Vasa and just a few blocks away is Vale. And just a couple blocks from that is Ardent. And I'm going with the Blackberry Sour Beer. It's mm. a barrel-aged sour. It's dark and beautiful, and you expect it to be roasty and rich and so coffee-like. But this it's is actually sour. Kendall, after I... Uh, jogged my memory they call this a sour saison sour saison sour barrel aged saison so a nice dark saison yeah Yeah. you don't see many of those but this one is delightful a little blackberry notes a great sour uh backbone to it it's a wonderful beer all of of these every every uh one of these yellow bugatti the otter and the blackberry sour i would give them all uh, a four yeah there's a lot of wood coming out of that blackberry yep. beer. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's the wood that makes it good. <laughs> hey, good wood. 
Let's keep going right on around. <clears throat> Good boy, Caperton. Why don't is you tell it, us about your top three? It's my turn now. It is. Um, my turn. I, you know, look, so here's the deal. You know, we were supposed to pick three. I picked four. Um, but <laughs> Wow, because uh, I got to but, pick two. That's but, great. But the one that I'm going to take off my list, uh, Kendall just covered, and that was the Blackberry Sour from uh, Ardent, Ardent, which I, Ardent. I agree with everything he said there. So now that helps me when it went down. So... <laughs> I'm going to say, so let me just, let me just start out by saying that unlike these guys, um, I, I approached some of these beers. Some of these beers were quote unquote popsicle beers. And, uh, that's, that's my new jam these days. So, <laughs> and, and, and if, Sickle. and those who know me know that I love, it sounds uh, like the next dry, new it's totally, I, love popsicle beers. I like what I, I think what I like the most about popsicle beers is that I even like them. Right is because it's really so against not, your nature. It's against my nature of of wanting a dry uh, farmhouse saison beer to Slightly guard, funky, whatever. Yeah, you know, even nice. yeah. But but these 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 popsicle beers have me. They have me they wrapped bring around out the, their little. They, they bring their out little, the twelve year old girl in you. I was going to say they have me wrapped around their little stick, but I'll okay, say they're around say their that. finger, around their little <laughs> finger popsicle stick. Mike's like, oh my god. So, so pick, Mike's like, pick what's, number one for what's me? beyond the blackberry? I can't salad. edit this. <laughs> I'm looking around the table to see if anybody um I don't I don't know if anybody else is gonna say this, but uh but I really, really liked from the answer, I like the Tyrion Lannister popsicle. It is the thickest beer ever. And mine mm-hmm. I think is mm. even thicker than I think I got I think it, it's about, not a competition. Yeah, yet. about <laughs> <laughs> so this thing is sweet. Let me let me let me get to my notes here. So here's the thing I'm gonna say. Here's the here's the thing I'm gonna say. He's killing Dave. It's killing him right now. Um, I got a whole is raspberry. That, is that these are so good to me? I don't even care if they're beer. I've said that a million times. It's like I don't care if there's alcohol in them. I don't care if it's beer. I don't. I just like them. They're it's juicy. Right. They're it's fruity. A fruit, it's a boozy smoothie. It tastes, it's a fruit smoothie. Absolutely. Even better, some of them taste a lot like. Like a melted popsicle, mm-hmm. and this one, one hundred percent true. And this one sort of in Uncle Walter's gets car. Y- you yes. can't hear me. You can't <laughs> hear, hear me over here shaking my head what? vehemently. Going, yeah, this is just so bad. Why, Reverend Mark? So why? this is just straight juice. I mean, I bet these things blow up in the can when you get them home. It says keep cold, drink fresh. That's the other thing about these things is they just don't travel very well either. Negative. So I, I think, think it was the answer that did have a can that was. Looked like a stick of dynamite. Yeah, because yeah. It might blow. Any minute, this thing's gonna. You better drink it now. Both so anyway, to, God, to so good to get to get down. Where's to the, the celery stick? To the, to the numbers, yeah. I gave <laughs> Tyrion Lannister popsicle from the Answer Brewery a four. Uh, I concur. Uh, it's raspberries and red currants. It really is. It, it mean, is really good. It tastes like a raspberry freaking popsicle, but the currant definitely. I think there's there's it's contributing. I will well. say these are far better if you have them on premises. So the oh, I bet. I bet yeah, yeah, we get, yeah. we got to try them at the answer. Brew I, pub. Bet, yeah. I bet. I bet. Mm. So the other go, the I just other one go there with this beer. It was missing an umbrella. It had no garnish with a sword yeah. and a. And a 
yeah. uh, orange peel and a, and a cherry. So that's, yeah, they're definitely yeah. haters are all justified. Yeah, oh my. For sure. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, um, the other, the other one, the other popsicle from answer, I thought had a little too much vanilla in it for me. No way. It kind of made it creamy. No, sir. Too creamy. But anyway, I really cream like sickle. Yeah, I like so, cream sickles. Moving yeah. right along yeah. to my number two pick from the Vale Brewery. Oh. Ooh. I'm choosing the Mai Tai Tasty. Oh, Mai Tai Tasty. Oh. <laughs> Mai Tai <laughs> wow. Tasty. Um, it's a 5.5 smoothie style sour ale. I'm sensing a theme here. Yeah. So <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. That's that's uh, I mean these beers have just got me captivated. Do you right want some now. whipped cream with that one? <laughs> but this thing has got a lot of lime in it. It's um I mean I just Dude, so there bad. is a lot going on in this beer. Yeah. 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 You a POW. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't oh, goodness. I don't I'm I'm old, but I feel like I'm not quite old enough to get that reference. You know? so, just keep just keep going. We've gone back to the nom here. No, just keep going. Rolling, we're rolling, we're You're rolling, we'll keep going. So anyway, this thing's got the Mai Tai thing going for sure. I mean, it's um You get like ginger? Yeah. I get lime and ginger. I think there's I didn't I don't have the I don't have the spiel here in front of me but uh it it it, it had some some not some ingredients similar to I think you to have that. to look at the can. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. I'm fond of looking check at out the your can. can. I'll I'm check I'm a can checker from way back. I hear you. But at any rate, moving right along, I gave the Mai Tai Tasty. Let's see. Let me find it. I gave it a 4 as well. <clears throat> Wow! Wow! <laughs> and so this was so this is actually one. It was a little less sweet. I could drink several of these. I think now the 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 Tyrion Lannister thing. It's it was a little too. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe two. But but I could I could drink these suckers all day. Oh, I think, this I think I've one, got raspberry seeds in my teeth. This is yeah. the one that had almond milk. Oh, oh yeah. See, that's crazy. That does not belong in a beer. That's crazy Almond milk, stuff. Lime, orange, lactose, and spices. It doesn't even belong in a Mai Tai, but it's there, and, and I like it. I'd like know? a uh, raspberry colada beer with a half soy, half, half, yeah. half, half calf. Oh, Could you gosh. actually put an umbrella in that for me? That you're, would be great. okay, Dave? I'm okay. No, I spilled my beer. Spilling beer on the technology. And moving okay. right along to my third pick. Now that we've eliminated the blackberry sour, which was we're going to move to the honorable mention. I am choosing the dun dun dun. Hang, hang on for it. Hornswoggler from it's a Hornswoggler chocolate milk stout from the Vale as well. And uh, it's a 7.0 robust chocolate milk stout. So it's a little misleading. I mean, I think I think you guys might have knocked it a little bit because you're like, ah, this was chocolate milk or whatever. But it, I just felt like I it just was, said it did not have enough lactose. Was the thing yeah, I said. Well, it's I, not a milk. I, stout. I like that though. It's it's got just enough sweetness. Lends just enough sweetness. There was a nice roastiness to this beer. I really loved it, and it um, complemented the flight. It did, and yeah. it was, and it was, it was among, the respite among, zone among the these other beers. It, it, yeah, so you and, put some almond milk in that thing, and you got 
I know. gave I gave uh, I gave it a three. Well, there you have uh, the top three beers from both Good Old Boy Kendall and Good Old Boy Caperton. We will continue our discussion of these 11 beers from the Richmond, Virginia area in just a moment, right after this break. Hey, welcome back to Sip, Suds, and Smokes. On today's Suds episode, we were talking about a flight of beers from the Richmond, Virginia area. Uh, we've gone through a couple of our uh, favorite beers so far. Next up is going to be Revan Marks. Can oh, tell us no. Oh, no. His top three. <laughs> well, we're going to roll them out really quick here. All right. One we're all in agreement with is the Vossen uh, Everything Floats. For me, that was one of my top three. Uh, I thought it was uh, just a very nice sour, as I just said. The passion fruit was very much there for me in the aroma, uh, but I just felt as though it was uh, overall the most balanced yet sour beer that we uh, had to go through, which was not had to. We enjoyed going through th these 11. And so I gave it a rating of four. <laughs> so that's one we were all on board with. Uh, so my other two tops, uh, beginning with, uh, and they both come from Arden Brewery. Uh I'm the only one that's coming up with this, I'm but I think that though. I think that there is some yeah, agreement here. There is. Is that uh, I felt as though the Pilsner uh, was really very, yeah. very fine. And I'm kind of just in a Pilsner state of mind uh, this summer. Oh, sure. it's tasty. And, it's a great Pilsner. Uh, I thought it was, uh, you know, a Pilsner that kind of really exemplified the uh, Reinheitsgebot purity code of yep. just basic malt yep. and hops. And it was just bready a little bready and that that classic uh european malt was there but not over attenuated and it's very still clear the very bright very bright and even though i'm sipping on it now and it's uh pretty much at ambient room temperature it's still pretty nice yeah but when yeah. i first opened it it was amazing so uh at least for my dollar i'm gonna give it a four and now I'm going to segue quickly to one that's not my top three, and I will be fast here. But uh, I thought that the uh, from the Answer Brew Pub, <laughs> honorable mention. The, the, this is an honorable mention: the Blueberry Imperial Popsicle yes. Gosa. Mm -hmm. You know, now uh, mm -hmm. for me, it was uh, kind of all over the world and back, and I was not quite sure where Gosa came into this Who because it people? was a little bit <laughs> yeah. overwhelming. Uh, it, it was kind of an artificial fruit bomb, uh, at, at least in terms of evaluating this beer on any kind of an accurate, uh, you know, scale of, uh, of taste. But nonetheless, uh, aside from the normal rating that I would give it as a two, I would give it a four on a bad day. And I have some uh, bad days every now and then. Uh, <laughs> I can't even say the word beer popsicle without wanting to hurl. Mm, mm. Who you are gotta, you? You got to free your mind, dude. No. Yeah. Yes. And the rest will follow. Yes. Open or maybe up. just quit calling them beer. But I, this <laughs> but this beer was one that I felt at least, you know what, depending on what part of the country you're in, that you could you could really drink this in a hearty way with a sack of crystals or White Castles. Yeah. Crystal meth? We, we, yeah. You made me well, hungry when you said crystals. So... Like maybe it's not a, a popsicle beer. Maybe it's a boozy popsicle. Maybe that's how you need yeah. to think of it. Yeah. 
You just can't see me over here shaking my head. This is just so pathetic. Come yeah, on, Mike. Like, Come on, Mike. Mike. Gonna- I would probably like it if they were ex Amish beer popsicles. I'm all in. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, Mike would like it if it was an Australian red wine popsicle. Mm-hmm. Probably. But Free your the mind only beers and your you brought from the follow. the only beers from that you brought back were uh, the popsicle beers from the yeah, answer, but that is, was not the best beers that were no there. no they had several really had great this, beers on tap they had there. a they couple had a, of stouts that mm, were they had, some of the best stouts I've ever had but they mm, don't let you carry them out yeah if you go to know. Richmond go to Mekong go to the answer you'll love it. Yeah, so uh, tell you a little bit about some of the geography between these two places. So on the uh, roadway side of that building is the Mekong restaurant, actually faces out um, against the roadway. And they actually share a common wall and cooler space, by the way, um, with the answer pub. And I think the actually, kitchen might be shared. It's too. wide right. open. You can walk back. You can walk in between the two, area. back through the service area. But the answer pub is actually on entrances on the back side of that building. That's where I like to go. Is the yeah. back side? No, <laughs> um, I'm not going to go there with you. Oh today. my! Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I, I made the mistake when I went there. In. I thought there's like one small door that says the answer pub, and you go there and you see the sm- sign that says "No, no, Yo, no, moron, this is not the entrance." So yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. It's it's not it's not basic. <laughs> you almost have to be a local or kind of know your way around. Yeah, you got to know. If you got to ask, you don't. They need take to a know. picture of you and go. We're going to charge that guy double. Yep. So yeah. Um, I had one beer to talk about uh, the other beers here in my top three. We've Smart touched done? on. Did we, I miss that? Yeah, Smart huh? done? Yeah. I have. I had one. Uh, I, oh. I, I digressed. I'm sorry. But my third. That's okay. No, because I talked a little bit too long about the one that Mike's was really like a kinda, loaded gun over yeah, there. Yeah, this popsicle thing. But I'm getting back to some serious beer. My third choice is again under Arden Brewing, and it's the IPA X, the uh, the Nipa. Uh, the rule that I applied to all the beers that I drink when I drink any flight of beers is the Garrett Oliver rule of Brooklyn Brewing, and that is, what of which of these beers could you drink if you were only allowed to have three pints of the very same thing in an evening, which would you go for? And for me, this would mm-hmm. be the one that I would drink three pints of okay. over a long period of yeah, time yeah, in, yes. in an evening. So uh, I... I thought it was it was it was kind of fruity, uh, juicy fruity, uh, but not overly so. Mm-hmm. And um, it had a little chewiness, but it's still well attenuated. So, uh, for anyway, anyway, I think that this for me was the only three uh, that in the other two that I've mentioned that would get a four rating. Hmm. All right, uh, there you go. Uh, Sorry, Mike. Break Sorry about that. Break no, down, I was Mike. just thinking when people start quoting us as opposed to Garrett Oliver, I wonder what they'll say. Because, yeah. you know what? Every time you're supposed to have a beer popsicle, this is how you should react. <laughs> because uh, this mm. is the way that people want to talk about it. <laughs> just ignore Mike anyway. So I just I thought it was rather, you know, an interesting moment. So they'll talk about what is the best flavor of Boone's Farm to pair with. My goal is to never rabbit. be quoted. Go go for the blue Hawaii. That's all yeah. I gotta say. You can see it from orbit. Yes. Yeah. Trixie yeah. liked that the best. Absolutely. Yeah. There were three beers uh, that I had on my short list. We've talked about two of the three already. The Everything Floats uh, on Passion Fruit from Vossen Brewing and the Blackberry Sour Ale from Ardent. I thought some of the interesting conversation uh, that we've had about Ardent was that last beer that Reverend Mark talked about. 
how ballsy is it for them to make a NEPA beer in the shadow of Vale Brewing? I mean, uh, Arden is not known for those style beers at all. And I just thought that was really interesting choice that they would actually step out and create that style of beer in town when they have, you know, Vale there just absolutely crushing that style, practically defining it, you know. I uh, think you have to, though. I mean, even if you don't make one as good, you know, which is debatable with, right. with those styles. I mean, it's, it, it almost depends on the day, you know. But if you don't make one, people are definitely not going to come. Well, yep. yeah. every, every brewery needs yeah, one of these yeah. days. It's a yeah. hot style. Yeah. Yep. For sure. I really but, love, uh, you know, the Ardent Brewery uh, setup itself. I love the... I love the brewery. I really love the tap room. I really love the yeah. the atmosphere there on the weekends. It is uber family friendly. Everybody brings their kids and everything. Good you know, patio. Um, you know, they actually have uh, the home brewers in the area actually used to meet at the Ardent hmm. uh, facility. There's a small garage-like area that's out across the field. Oh, yeah. And they would actually brew over there uh, in that facility. A lot of the home brewers would in the area. Um, and I don't know if they still do that, but a couple of years ago, that I believe that was uh, a place where they regularly uh, met because those brewers were out of the that home brewing community there, yeah, in, right. in the Richmond area. Oh, cool. yeah. nice. So it's nice they continue to yeah. reach back and continue yeah. to cultivate, you know, good brewers in the area. I always think of that like vocational training. It you is know? paying it forward um, and a actually, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, making sure you have enough talent to sustain, yeah. you know, the the brewing industry right. in the area. So, um, uh, the only beer that uh, we've not chatted about so far that I had in my top three was actually from Vale, uh, which is called Never Never Aloha Aloha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this uh, beer is a Hawaiian fruit punch inspired goza. Um, and it is 5.1%. Um, we're all smiling and laughing because well, the, they can't the, believe that I put this on my top three. Well, the Hawaiian fruit beers are big in Virginia. Apparently, yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> that's, that's no, I'm serious. Uh, Adroit Theory has one as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, the, uh, the thing that I love about this is it's just uh, – really very squeaky clean um i really love the presentation of the fruit in this it is very pink grapefruit um, yes is how i would describe uh the taste profile of this some of the hawaiian fruit punches you know overtly sweet with all of the uh high fructose current syrup that stuff that's going to give you cancer when you get like 62 um but uh oh no I think they should serve it in the same can with the same can openers that you had to use. Yeah, those church key can <laughs> yeah, openers. The, yeah, well, the, the ones that were a triangle yeah. puncture, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, used to how have, about a punch? Uh, mine won't pour out. A big you have Hawaiian to puncture punch. it on the flip side to let the air in, you know. It was that yeah. day when, and then you'd open it, and inevitably that, that punch would not be good the next day, and you're going, what? I can't believe that. Yeah. And you'd have to go buy another can. People so can, can the next day. That's yeah. how they got you. Um, but my saturating for the Never Never Aloha Aloha is going to be a three. I like I like that one too. Yeah, it was a good beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good old boy Dave. Uh, what's in your top three? You guys have talked 11. about all of them pretty really? much. Um, I, we like I it really... when you talk about it though, Dave. Oh, you're special. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna watch. So the uh, <laughs> the blackberry sour from Ardent was probably my favorite beer of the flight because. Again, like you guys all said, it was it was very balanced, but it was probably also the most complex beer. And I would 
dare say it was the most labor intensive beer um, of the flight too. Now the two from uh, Vossen, uh, the Otter, the Cran Biscus Otter, really liked that one because I thought it had a lot of really cool flavors. And then the Everything Floats, that beer. So every so here's the thing about it. So Otter is what they call their. Uh, or their goza i think and so they'll do different variations on it and then they have another beer that's called everything floats and they'll do different variations on that one too so i would just say if you're gonna go to richmond if you don't go to Vossen, you're you're really ruining yourself you're blowing it yeah you blew it and if you're there you're within five minute walk of four four or five other breweries and so yeah. you might as well hit them, Get them all. all yeah hit them all um, but the one I would really like to talk about is the Blueberry Imperial Popsicle from okay. from Answer Brew Pub. Go that Daddy. Thing is, what is wrong with Go you? Go Daddy. Pete? Amazing. Preach. Dude, I that did is, like that one. It, the, so as, as it gets as it warms up, the vanilla comes out more and more and yeah. more. Yeah. But it's it's almost like it almost becomes a pastry yeah. goza. You know, tastes so like the icing. It, tastes like the icing on the know, pastry. So, Dave just admitted yeah, a new yeah. style. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, I know it's a popsicle goza, but Ice I mean, really, popsicle. This one, the addition of vanilla. Maybe makes it we more could of a invent pastry. a sound of me over here shaking my head, going, "No, yeah. just no." So, no. I, if you take the uh, blueberry imperial popsicle from the Answer Brew Pub, and you combine it with like the um, cocoa. Uh, Molot, um, what is it? The cocoa may uh, palm. Oh, yeah. Uh, and and put those two together. I think you've got a really solid. Do we have enough left to blend them? Oh, we'll figure something out. Bros, yeah, yeah, we'll blend, we'll do some blends. (laughs) Just so sad. Get over so many levels. What's your suds rating for the popsicle wonder? 27. (laughs) 27. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a four. It's just a, maybe they have group therapy rates. No, maybe I'm if we show up, they're they not ready there. for this. Group. Maybe if we show up and go, we're ex Amish. Can you give us a discount? I feel a little, I feel a little validated for my love. We don't have to shave our mustache. <laughs> you know, my name is Yoder. Give me a discount. <laughs> well, I will tell you, uh, I'm sitting here thinking about a few of the other breweries in the Virginia area that we have not uh, reviewed on the show just yet. And can I absolutely think of one that we are going to talk about on a show in the, in the future? And that is definitely the Virginia Beer Company. Absolutely. Jonathan is crushing it. Uh, and he is a byproduct of a lot of the same homebrew group that a lot of you are uh, at here at the table. Um, he is making some really stellar beer uh, in the central Virginia area, and uh, that will probably be uh, one of the few uh, Virginia beers that we have not talked about um, on any of our shows in the past. So cool! Um, be but, good yep. takeover. <clears throat> yeah. The the other one I want to mention we don't have any beer from, but if you're in Richmond, go to Triple Crossing. Um, mm. They were making really good beer and great wood fired pizzas too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, the other, uh, another Richmond area, uh, brewery that we didn't talk about was, uh, Hardywood. And we have talked about that on a previous episode. Um, very well known for their, uh, Christmas gingerbread beer. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and the, that, the, 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 there's a new guy in town called Stone. You might, you might have heard of them too. I think that I know a little bit about them. Do they make yeah. any IPAs? A few. 
Kind of arrogantly. Well played. Those bastards. Those bastards. I can't believe that they would come into town and try to bring their arrogance to the table. Here's the magic. Here's the magic. So a lot of people don't know some of the story behind the arrogant bastard, which is... um, uh, they actually invite guest brewers to come in and work with that recipe. Um, so a lot of people think it's the same recipe all the time, and a lot of people have made that beer over the years. So it's really a fascinating story, and I didn't know it before. That's and cool. Yeah. It's, really, uh, it's really quite good. And a lot of people think they keep on changing up the recipe, and the thing they keep on changing up is actually the personnel. That's pretty uh, cool. That is actually making a lot of that beer as Everybody well as the location. to put a spin on it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, there you have it for uh, today's Suds episode on beer from the Richmond area. Hopefully you had a good time hearing all the words, uh, times we said Popsicle, which was 83 freaking times on this episode. I can't believe we said that. Uh, Be sure and come back and join us once again. You found us today. We're going to be right back here at the same place a week from where you found us. If you'd like to search for us online. Uh, we're also on the radio, on satellite, and on iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and nearly any place that you can listen to a podcast. The easiest way to find this show is actually on your phone. Lean in, ask Alexa, Siri, or Google, play podcast, Sip, Suds, and Smokes. There you go. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipssudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram every day at Sip Sud Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with a lot of news. And please, please, please take time to rate this episode if you're listening online. Five stars. <laughs> I want to thank my co-host for being here, Good Old Boy Dave. Check me out on Instagram at Good Old Boy Dave with your. 60 second beer reviews oh yes yes yeah, those are that, good too that, those are good Kendall has a fabulous blog blog <laughs> please yeah, tell us about it blag. and watch those for a recent uh, an upcoming post on Richmond I want to give a really special shout out to Aaron Megan and Juliana from Visit Richmond and uh, my wife and I blog about good beer at beermakes3.com I want to thank good old boy Caperton for being here fun as always guys and Reverend Mark and today, I am ardently yours. Oh. Wow. Maybe I'll get a Popsicle t-shirt. This is good boy Mike asking you, come back, join us once again, and I will ask you to keep on sipping. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.